Hey everybody, welcome to another week of the Soccer Thread Podcast. I'm Dan Schrader, I'm in Portland, Oregon. Uh, we've got a full house. we got everybody here. This is not an instant reaction, so uh, the takes may not be as raw and hot and full of emotion as they were after the Wales game. They will be settled, measured, and uh, well thought through. Of course. Uh, this after the England game. It's basically not, not our best takes. Not when we do our best work, when we try to think about things. <laughs> no. Although, to be honest, I haven't thought about this a lot. So I'm going to go back to like just post-game, and that's, that's the mindset that I'm trying to get myself back into. <laughs> uh, Ryan Palmer's here. He's in Portland, Oregon. I mean, you said that we have a, we have a full house on the pod. Like it's, like it's Thanksgiving, man. We got, I got a full house mm. here in Portland. It's going to stay a full house. I have uh, my parents visiting, the grandparents visiting. I got uh, the in-laws visiting on Tuesday. We just, we're just, uh, we're like a bed and breakfast. I think we should start like a bed and breakfast at this house. <laughs> It'd be it's cute. Great. That'd be it's really great. cute. I would definitely put that on my travel list. <laughs> but I not, think you should otherwise. be careful about the uh, Airbnb bust or whatever. It's not a good investment right now, Paul. I'm not, I'm not trying to make money out of this. I just, I just want more <laughs> people in this house. <laughs> like if people. you get babysitting out of it it's it's worth yeah, it exactly part of the deal is you have to watch my child <laughs> uh mike samuelson back from the eastern seaboard back yep. in the upper midwest I, it was a full house now i'm back in my own house with regular amount of people in the house and both are nice but it is it's it's good to be home i'm happy to be home uh baby survived both flights uh the second flight she just slept you know we went up she took the bottle she needed a little extra bottle i was like "Uh oh this isn't gonna go well because the first flight she just took the bottle and then took a nap this one she needed a little little extra bottle then just proceeded to sleep the whole rest of the flight until we touched down like didn't even need a bottle going down it was incredible Book more flights because that yeah. ends pretty quickly. Yeah. Book more flights yeah. now. Get out. Let's go. Palmer, you're you're in the uh, dead zone where the maybe well maybe you're, you're not actually where the videos you can't get to videos yet. Yeah. Once you get to videos, then you're you're good again. Guaranteed but good. A, but there's a bad zone in the middle there. We the bad zone. sleeping. We can uh, we can do videos. I need a I need a graphic of this of the bad zone. <laughs> Not we the can, uncanny valley or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're in it. We can do videos, but it's it's the the iPad is more interesting. So it's uh, she just ends up like putting her face all over the iPad, just swiping, just swiping. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, get in there. Uh, it and it only lasts for about ten minutes, and then it's yeah. That's the problem. Use use parents as a jungle gym for three hours. Also, uh. A confounding factor of the dead zone is that your kid is still under two, so you don't have they're a seat for them because right. you're saving that money. So mm. you're just there on top of you crawling all over. Yeah. It's yeah, between one and two. It's a tough, tough travel zone. Uh, Colin Smith is in the swamp. Yeah, it's a good. You know, in the past, uh, at this episode, this time of the year, we didn't have the World Cup, 
<clears throat> and you know maybe we wouldn't have had all four of us on podcast but we would have done an episode that where we said hey this is what i'm thankful for in the world of soccer i definitely remember saying that and talking mm-hmm. about that yeah and i'm just thankful to have all four of us on a podcast right now yeah, yeah. and preach preach i don't know if i'm thankful for this world cup or not but uh i'll take it right now i'll take it it's bringing me joy it's starting to feel more world cuppy to me mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. watching the games the, even the first few days it was like weird i don't know if yeah. the crowd wasn't right or something but like it's starting to get there it's i don't it's, know what's changed it's starting the to get there but i feel like grow we started at a really low uh score or whatever and now we're like getting better but i don't know if we're ever going to get to full world cup status in my eyes Okay, but I'm just uh, one man. You guys, you guys are really stepping on my game right now. So can we just not a game? This? It's not a game. Not, not a game. game. Not a game. Not a game. I did have, uh, so I went to a birthday party today, uh, for one of my older sons. Nice little humble brag. School. Dan get invited to parties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, not not everyone from preschool got invited. My kid did. Let's go. Wow. Let's go. Yeah. Big. Uh, and then I had to coach him to not talk about the other kids that weren't there. <laughs> let's just uh, let's just talk about the people that are here. Come on, bud. Um, I found out. I mean, I didn't. So I didn't know the adults. I didn't know the parents. I kind of knew some of the kids' names from like pictures that school sends home. But I figured out how to do the small talk. I think I broke it. Here's okay. what you do: you just pretend that you're hosting a podcast. You say some inane stuff. And then you toss a softball question out there. Do, uh, and you just do you have and a you just do you have a run order for the party? Forty five. Uh, you do a tight forty five. He's like, all right, well, miles. we got to move on. We can't really talk about what you ate for Thanksgiving anymore because we have thirty minutes left of uh, <laughs> stuff to so cover here. Doing the uh, Listen, we got to get to yeah, we got to get to gymnastics motion. and yep, swimming lessons. So. I mean that's that's great. I love that's it. great for you. You're a host of the podcast. Yeah. I don't Hey, you've don't all have that. you've all hosted. You've all you've all hosted. You can do it. I mean I'm only, only talking about gambling. I'm gonna go to a four year old birthday party. Yeah, like <laughs> so uh I'll just take the points this just, weekend or he's just gonna pull up like the future bets and just talk about the, <laughs> the weirdest prop bets available. Yeah. So life's, do you what do you think about... about the under, right? How many offsides <laughs> right? do you think there's gonna be in the Packers game on Sunday? <laughs> Are we going to get a prime number of corner kicks, do you think? <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, so thanks to you guys, 292 episodes in, it's finally paying off. Small talk. I wouldn't That's go great. That we got you. That's great. Um, Mike, did we have emails? Oh, 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 we did. Uh, the email, I believe we only had one. We might have had more than one, you know. Holiday week. Who can be sure how many emails we received? But we did get one from uh, Pedro linking to an article in The Guardian. And uh, this article is about Everton legend, Spurs legend, Brazil legend, Richarlson. And just talking about what a great dude he is. Uh, like, you know, he's, he's on our team in a world where many professional soccer players uh, are not on our team. Neymar. Danny Alves, who are, you know, boosters for Messi. right. Messi. Yeah. But is Messi like uh, out there? Is Messi out there like boosting right wing politicians? I got, I got two paragraphs into an article on The Athletic just now about how he's taken huge money from Saudi Arabia as a quote unquote tourist ambassador. Mm. So 
think it's yeah, it's it's yeah. a level down from like Neymar, Danny Alves, but it's it's yeah, certainly okay. not on the team. Gray. Certainly yeah, not, not on the he's team. He's not marching in the streets with uh, Bolsonaro. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, Richarlson is basically. I mean, he's just doing all the things. He's he's out there, uh, basically talking about the need for LGBTQ plus rights, talking about Amazon deforestation, uh, just you know, talking about basically like you know, good on leftist socialist politics. So uh, just another reason to like him. Yeah. Man of the people, man of the people. We loved him at the people's club. Uh, I, I texted you guys. He's one of the only Everton players who's left the club, like, especially, you know, at the peak of his powers being sold on for big money. Not like, Oh, at the end of his career or whatever, um, who the Everton faithful have uh, duly supported and said, you deserve better than us. You are a good human. And uh, still a lot of support for him. So, and you know, rightly so. Great dude. Yep. Fucking great goal. Are we going to talk about that goal or should I talk about it now? Holy shit. Uh, seems like, I mean, seems like you're already talking, talking, about, talking about, about it. So, oh my yeah. God. What a fucking goal. Can I just, I mean, <clears throat> obviously, if you haven't seen the goal, go watch it. Like, I, I can't explain it better than the video, but <laughs> it comes over, he flips it up in the air. It's like, uh, you know, kind of a bad touch, probably. He missed. Uh, yeah, it was a mistouch. Mistouch. Yeah. But then he did he like, mean it? Are you asking? Did he mean it? Is sa- that what sounds like you're asking you the question. Uh, never. Richardson for a Brazilian player does not have great. You know, a great touch. He's uh, a little bit, a little a bit different. Of, of, he's a heavy touch kind of player, yeah. a power yeah. player. Uh, but I will say he. I mean, obviously, his inventiveness, creativity is top notch because. This, I don't know if you want to call this an overhead kick or a bicycle kick or a scissor kick or whatever, but it's a kick where the ball is at his head level and he's facing away from the goal, and then he whips it in with his off foot. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, with yeah. his, no one does that shit. There, just no one does that. All the great bicycle kicks you can think of in your life that you've seen are all with that player's stronger foot. Right. This is with his off or, foot. Or shin, Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Or with, or with <laughs> yeah. his shin, yes. And it's just fucking phenomenal. That is fucking phenomenal piece of skill. So yeah. to do it in the World Cup, what a guy. Yeah. Second goal of the game for him, right? Like yep. uh it's just it's great. Um I I particularly love the 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 Tottenham side of this is uh Gabby Jesus was on the on the bench for Brazil for for the entire game, um watching Richarlson score two goals. It's just great. It's great. It's a good time to be a Spurs fan. <laughs> They're not playing, so it's great. It's great. Yeah, time. exactly. Can't lose. Yeah. Uh, Harry Kane has not been injured so far. <laughs> uh, other emails, Mike? I've got one if you don't have another. Yeah, keep help me. Help me, Dan. Okay. Uh, this from Scotty Paddish. He says, do you think McKenney's body language invites the clutching of the throat that we've seen so many times in CONCACAF <laughs> and Nation League? Uh, and does he like it? If the <laughs> over-under on McKenney getting choked at the World Cup was one choking, would you take that over or under? I've, this email was sent a few weeks ago. Wow. So we've only got one guaranteed game left. He's been, I think, uh, not chokeable. very chokeable. He's yeah. been under control. He's not been a real a nuisance. Uh, Scott says that if he had to choose one team that would be most entertaining for him to get choked by, it'd be Wales. If you could get a Welsh guy to choke you, 
That's that's really annoying. Well, he, he really missed that opportunity. Yeah, I feel like choking is not the Welsh the Welsh way though. It would just be a kind of a punch to the face, but yeah, like a headbutt to the nose. I yeah, imagine yeah. the Welsh are big ear flickers. Someone just comes up behind him, just gives him a nice little <laughs> flick to the ear. Uh, do you do you think he invites the choking, and does he kind of like it? Uh, I mean, he needles people, right? So I I feel like he probably, uh, I think he's probably very good at getting under people's skin. So uh, what I don't I'm not understand that anyone deserves to you know physical violence, whatever. But I think he uh he likes when there's that reaction. Yeah. So Scott says specifically his body language invites choking, mm. which is one thing like. Is is there is there some way that he's like holding his body that's like exposing his neck more, like making his neck seem big, <laughs> like a like a turkey yeah. or something? I I, I don't I get think that it's one. More like, you know, some people just have like a punchable face. I think he's just mm. got a chokeable neck. I think it's just the look <laughs> of the neck, perfect shape. <laughs> I would say there's a, a little bit like I, I love comparing McKenney to Dempsey, and and there being like our our guy like that, our guy who gets under people's skin. I feel like Dempsey was doing it. From a position of like, I can't help myself. This is who I am. I just love talking shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas McKenny is a little bit more, uh, yeah, like maybe he he comes across to me as like, yeah, I I wish you would choke me and get a red card. Right. You know, I wish I you wish would. you would. Yeah. Uh, he's like my, my like ne- Dempsey actually Dempsey actually might really actually want to fight you or like right yeah you know, whatever. I, f- I feel like the stories that have come out about Dempsey are like that dude is just raring to go at all times yeah the Micah Richards one is pretty good what's the Micah Richards I don't one? know that oh he like Micah Richards has no idea who this guy is right he's just come over from from MLS or whatever like yeah. six months prior and they just like your classic like go up for a header and and Dempsey like gives him a little bit of elbow and Michael Richards like gets in his face and he just Clint Dempsey gets right back in his face and says you don't know where I'm from dog you don't know where I'm from dog <laughs> just like over and over in his face over and over in his face and Michael Richards was just like ah, I guess I don't yeah right who the fuck you are can you imagine how good Michael Richards uh like geographic knowledge of small towns in Texas would have to be <laughs> No gnoches. And and like the the culture that goes around with that, like, oh yeah, you're from this East Texas small town, so that means this. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh all right, that's the email that I had. Anything else? England, USA, nil nil. Mike, good result? I mean, I thought we were going to lose this game, so I would say yes. Uh, I'm sure we'll get on to like scenarios of the next game, but it basically gives us control of our destiny in the last game, which uh, if someone had asked me, hey, going into the last game against Iran, if the U.S. wins, we're through. Will you take that? I would say for sure. So, yeah, good result for me. We had that anyway, though. We had that regardless of the result Not against England. Quite, right? England... Mm. Well, because England needed a result against Wales to ensure it, right? right which, yeah. which odds on, of course. But like, it's been a weird World Cup. It's I'm very happy to have yeah. the point. Yeah, and it is true, well and truly simple. in our own hands. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I think Colin. that we we watched we watched this game together, Dan, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that we walked out of that happy with the draw. Uh, but it wasn't. I mean, you know, Wales was a draw that felt like a loss or a ticket home. Um, this one was a draw that felt like a draw, right? Like it didn't feel like a win. Didn't feel like we we lost that one. Um, it just felt like we we played well enough that we could have won, but you know didn't take our chances when we could have. But it was a draw that felt like a draw. I felt like so. I mean, England could have stolen it too. Yep. Harry Kane's header that he oh, flashed wide. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. I, mean, I mean, you'd say we had the better chances of the best three chances or something like that. I mean, only one team yeah. hit the crossbar. Uh, yeah. McKenney's chance, I would say probably the second best chance of the game. Yeah. Um, so those are both us. So, I mean, from that sense, I was surprised a by that, or like that's above my expectation. And then the second thing that was like, we just were more aggressive. We, we had more of the ball. Yep. We were more aggressive with it. We are more aggressive, you know, trying to win the ball back every, in every, every sense, which Honestly, I can't remember feeling that way ever, basically ever before for an American team at the World Cup playing a big team. You know, like I feel like that was the promise of Jurgen Klinsmann, the uh, you know, undelivered on promise was like, oh, we're going to change who the U.S. is and how we play and we're going to be more attacking and blah, blah, blah. And then we got to that World Cup and the results, quite frankly, were pretty damn good. You know, we got out of the group. We beat decent teams. We scored goals. But that's not how we played. We played very right. defensively right. and mm-hmm. hit teams on the counter and had, quite frankly, some moments of brilliance. Thinking about Clint Dempsey against Ghana or Jermaine Jones against Portugal, that got us through. Here we didn't get those moments of brilliance. The, the Pulisic side didn't go in. We we squandered those, but we absolutely like played like a team that deserved to be playing England. That you know could play go toe to toe with them, which we've never done basically. Uh, well, that was. That was the narrative, like the Canada Belgium. Um, yeah. yeah. The the entire narrative was like this was the style of football that we were promised when you know Burhalter took over, and Canada has somehow stolen our style. Uh, but the thing that bothered me with that was that we have points and Canada is still sitting on zero. So well. Uh, We'll get to this at some point, but I mean, I think you know we've talked about Greg being a a tournament manager, and so far, we'll see what this last game brings. But so far, he's he's done what what he should be doing, right? He's in a position. He's put this team in a position to to go through. Um, our destiny is in our hands. So, yeah. Well, I mean. I think that's true to a certain extent, but also if we'd beaten Wales like we maybe should have, then all of a sudden we're looking at a good chance to win the group right. instead of likely, you know, the best we can do likely is, is second place. So I think, yeah, shades of gray, maybe. I think if you had uh, thought about the expected points out of these two games ahead of the tournament, though, two is probably about right. It's not exactly how we would have thought of averaging out to two we would have thought it was either going to be three or you know one or whatever from uh a draw and then a loss or a win and then a loss but 
you know, if, if the expected, you know, the statistical on average two is the value that we're expecting, here we are. Um, and Palmer, like you said, we've, you know, it's in our control in going into Wales. All you have to do is win or not Wales or on. Um, and I think I said when we were watching the game, Palmer, to me, it's just, it means that we're in the round of 32 mm-hmm. and it's win to go through. And yep. if we were in a knockout style game in a round of 32, if that existed, and we drew Iran, we'd be happy with that draw. We'd think, great, we're lucky, let's play it. So right. I think we're in a good spot. Like, I feel okay yeah, about it. The one thing that, that's different than that scenario you paint is that Iran is through with the draw. Right. Um, and they're obviously going to play that way, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not to our advantage. We are not Spain. And they... Right? We are not good at breaking down a team that's bunkered in. We are, mm-hmm. you know... So, uh, I think we will struggle in th- in that sense. Uh, I'm not saying we will not be able to do it or, you know, whatever. They could give us a dumb PK or whatever, and that's going to change the game as soon as we score. So, um, but that worries me. I will say that worries me. Yeah, and, and Iran really liked playing on the break and, you know, defending and countering. And, like, in that game against Wales, I mean, they um, – they like way. I think they had twice as many shots as Wales, uh, and you know their expected goals were better and whatever. So they're very comfortable playing that way. And I agree with Colin that like we're just we are not good at breaking teams down. I'm scared. <laughs> uh, right. So USA England. Anyway, back to uh, the game that has been. Uh, we generally feel good about it. It sounds like who Palmer stood out for you uh, individually. I mean, it's Tyler Adams, right? I thought Tyler yeah. Adams was, I mean, he's head and shoulders our best player. Um, I thought uh, Musa had a, a fantastic game. Um, and I'm like, have been very pleasantly surprised by, by Tim Ream. Um, I thought he's, he's had a great, great tournament so far. Yeah. I would, yeah. Th- uh, Oh, go ahead, Dan. No, just uh, the Tim Ream thing. I'll just, <laughs> I don't need to reiterate the things that I've already said about how I feel about <laughs> Burhalter not bringing him in earlier, giving him reps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, but was Burhalter not right? Like, it's working. He didn't need to bring him in. He, Tim Ream's playing great. There's no, like, maybe I mean, that's the argument. Well, we were seeing we, what else was out we there. We don't know we what the alternative universes are. Maybe in an alternative universe, you Tim know, Ream Tim Ream is, is more comfortable and he's. Threading more passes through, and we've won both of our first games four to he, one. He's scoring he's, hatters. He's scoring, scoring hatters. hatters. He's scoring forty-yard thunder bastards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of headers, uh, put a put a pin in talking about our our set pieces again because man, that was oh. frustrating. Uh, but uh, I I want to give a shout out to to Jedi. I thought he was again excellent, and just like man, that guy has a fucking engine on him. Yeah, he just goes yeah. and goes and goes. It is really impressive. Colin, who was good and who was bad? Um, I agree with Palmer that one of the players that stood out for me was Musa. Uh, I just feel like he's the kind of player who maybe it's because he's young or like it's it's almost frustrating to me because when he seems to be like pissed off or really want to, he can just grab the game by its you know by the scruff of the neck or whatever your metaphor is and be like, give me the ball. I'm going to run past this guy, and then I'm going to make something happen. And he did that a few times. 
and there's just like not a lot of guys who can do that in, in the world and definitely on our team. And so just that's exciting. And would like to see more of it, obviously. Um, think he could, that can be the key to breaking down a team like Iran. Um, <clears throat> so, so he's, he's one for me. I think Walker Zimmerman was not great. Um, still a little shaky maybe, um, but got the job done. Look, we didn't, we didn't give up a goal. Uh, also Matt Turner, uh, you know, not giving up a goal. Hell of a job. <laughs> uh, that one save yeah. down to his right. That was at that the was end of the save. first half. It was yeah. a really mm-hmm. good save. That was a very yeah. good save. I, it's, it was like, like, it's a save that maybe not every keeper makes. You know? So. Yeah. I mean, like, saw today with, with like the messy goal, right? Um, that memo. could be, it's, you know, it's 50 50, right? But. Um, it's a definitely savable. It's a savable ball, I thought. But. Yeah, it's Zimmerman's distribution. I thought he, it was okay defensively. Like mm-hmm. he he didn't get turned or burned or like wasn't losing headers. Defensively, it was fine. Just the distribution, bad passes, giveaways, giveaways, uh, very frustrating. He, he had I one pass he, towards the end of the game that was like shockingly bad. It was that, it was the pass which that gave led up. to a dead ball. Right? Yeah, it led yeah. to a dead ball. It led to the Harry Kane header, is what it led to. Right. Yeah. Um. Um. I, I was gonna say uh, another guy because I think he gave up the foul. Who did not look good coming in was Shaq Moore, and really confused me. Like we brought in Yedlin the last game. Yedlin's not on a yellow card. Uh, he didn't go off injured. He's got more experience. I think he's just a better player than Shaq Moore. So I didn't understand why bring in more for Yedlin or rather than Yedlin as right back. That to me is a real head scratcher. Yedlin has a lot of experience in England. If that's like a thing, I mean, it's, it's one of the things that Berhalter's talked about, right? Some of these guys know how these players play, have seen a lot of them. Like that's certainly true of Yedlin. Maybe, yeah. maybe they knew how Yedlin played. Maybe, maybe that was the issue. Mm, he was too yeah. worried about them knowing him too much. Our secret weapon is Shaq Moore. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, we've got no game tape on this guy. What, yeah. what do we do? Um, there's a bit of a formation change, I guess. I'm too dumb to have really noticed it in real time, but I've read about it afterwards. Colin, uh, I guess we went to a four four two. Did you think that had an impact on things overall? Yeah, I noticed that that way it was playing more up front. Uh I I am not like you say I'm not smart enough to notice, uh you know situations where I'm thinking, oh if we were pressing in a different way here we would have won the ball back or like this is making them do this rather than that, um, and given that we didn't score or Way and Haji Wright didn't combine for some great chances, uh, I would say negligible impact basically, but at the same time I'm not like against the idea that, like. Hey, put two forwards or try something different, you know? Like, I think that's a good thing to, in general, that Burhalter is willing to be flexible in that kind of small way, right? Like, I think it's overdoing it if you're like, oh, let's go to three in the back because blah, blah, blah. Like, I think then that's when you fuck yourself over. But, like, just tweaking the system a little bit, I think is good, whether it worked or not. Like, you're not going to uh, bat a thousand with those decisions. So, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, it was basically just like Wes playing a little bit wider than normal. I mean, what's the difference between a 
left winger and a left midfielder, you know, it's kind of like what you said, Colin, shades of gray. But like, I did think Wes, this was his best game in possession in a while. Just getting him out of the middle of the field and getting him wide. He just seems way mm-hmm. more comfortable there. So I'd like to see him deployed there more if, if he continues to start. We have um, yet to talk about Christian Pulisic. Uh and he was man of the match of this game. I mean, whatever that means. Uh, and however, was that he decided. really? Yeah, he That's... was the Budweiser man of the match or whatever. I um, uh, I have a, a non uh, like soccer addicted friend who texted and said, you know, that was a really fun game. I would like got him. You know, my my nerves were running hot. And Kristen Pulisic is world class. He's unlucky that he didn't get a goal. And I, I just thought it was very. Uh, maybe about what you're about to say Palmer like that's well, just not the way I felt about yeah, it yeah we I mean maybe our our expectations are are higher for him but um I think you and I both agreed that it felt like he was maybe one touch too slow or he was taking one too many touches or it felt like he probably could have distributed the ball quicker or maybe got a shot off um you know I mean I I'm comparing him to Messi is is apples and oranges but like if you think about the the Messi goal today in that situation and just the way he scored it was it was one touch and hit and Dan you mentioned this on the thread like his that ball came out so fast like he took no uh um back swing back to to, yeah. to kick yeah. that right yeah. and that's just understanding a moment understanding that you got to play quicker and it felt like he just was you know maybe a millisecond too slow um and he's I, our guy yeah. we need him to be we need him to be on point i mean i I think that's a totally valid criticism of christian pulisic not just in this game but of his game mm-hmm. right like when he's not playing well that is a typical criticism of him and then when he is playing well like the ball that he rang off the crossbar He's playing a little bit quicker and a little bit more mm-hmm. instinctive and taking that, you know, he only gets a half a yard of space and taking that half a yard of space and be like, yeah, I, I can work with that instead of trying to completely beat the guy or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I totally agree. And I assume he's being coached in that manner. Uh, Gio, Re- Gio Reyna made a substitute appearance. Uh, th- there's been some drama around like whether he's been injured or not. I haven't really followed this carefully. Has anyone else been like more online than I have over the last couple of days? What's I mean, going the, on with Gio? the only the only uh, resources Eric Winalda apparently is trying to insert himself into this story and say that oh, there's drama him. in the locker room and he had to <laughs> console his dad and uh, for days he's been consoling his dad for days. Uh, Gio Reyna's dad, that is. Um, and I mean, I Wait, don't know who's been doing the consoling. Winalda is Winalda has been consoling Claudio. Yeah, he's like yeah, it's just in the shoulder those, to cry. I'm Which just imagining like, like no way. these guys don't even talk. I'm imagining like a screenshot of their text, and it's just like 25 texts of of Winalda being like, yeah. are you okay? Are you okay?" And just no <laughs> response. <laughs> I mean, my thinking is that. Uh, you know, we, I think you guys mentioned this on the, on the reaction pod was that we were kind of in a, um, or maybe this was on the thread, but, uh, we're in a good position with the Wales game happening, uh, seven hours before, um, 
before yeah. our kickoff, right? And so we right. can kind of know what whales are on and kind of set that up, uh, you know, how that game ended. Um, and I, it felt like Geo not playing in the whales game was like, okay, we'll get a point here. We'll save him for England if we really need him. Uh, and then it just felt like we didn't necessarily need uh, something from this game. Like we could have walked out of this game with a loss and needed three points from Iran. Like we're, we still need that win, right? You still need to go get a win. And it, maybe he's thinking tactically like Geo's Iran is, is, uh, is, the, is the game for Geo. I don't know. I'm just, I'm projecting, but. Um. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's, it's a weird situation because I think from like a, a narrative standpoint, like pool six seems undroppable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I disagree with that, but I think that's how Greg sees it. And that's how yeah. most media and fans see it. And then on the other side, Wea is our best attacking player this whole tournament. And so where does that leave room for Geo is kind of the question. Like you could put him in infield somewhere, you know, maybe you put him as like a false nine and don't play one of our strikers, but it's, it's a tricky one. And because he's been injured so much, like there just isn't that much many examples of him, like playing really well that you can point to right. to justify that. And yeah. Greg's soft. <laughs> um. All right, let's do our player ratings. Palmer, you have something up your sleeve here. Okay. I'll let you. I was listening to Mike's grades, and mm-hmm. it it pained me to. Uh, I mean, I appreciate as a teacher, you got to have high expectations, but sometimes you need a little grade inflation. You need to give a little confidence here and there. So to listen to Mike sing his praises of Tyler Adams and basically say he's the best player that we had on the pitch everything he did seven. and then he gave him a seven i was like Come <laughs> on. what does one have to do to uh to earn a 10 so here's i'm gonna change things up again i'm uh, a little bit i'm gonna i'm gonna I let mean, this be binary everyone gets a capri sun okay <laughs> <laughs> here's here's uh the interesting little wrinkle with with this world cup is that uh you know once this world cup is over we we roll right into the january transfer window so it's Mike's favorite time of the year. We got silly season coming up. Um, oh, I like I where saw, you're taking this. Love I saw a, a thing that said, uh, you know, Tyler Adams is essentially a 200 million pound uh, midfielder now. Wow. Um, so I'm going to ask. I mean, I know gonna, inflation is crazy. Listen, but, hey. <laughs> that's just for his confidence. That's a little confidence boost. Yeah. That's all uh, I'll take the I'm under. About, oh, that's a great 120 million of confidence boost. <laughs> or I'm going to I'm going to give you uh the player and I just after two games with the transfer window coming up is this player's oh. stock up or stock down? Love it. That's Love all it. I, I like want to know. Love it. Love it. So, um I might throw in, you know, some other things to go stock up, stock down as well. Uh but let's start Matt Pickle. Turner, stock uh, up, start down. <laughs> Turkey <laughs> Turkey in my house this this year stock way down, way down. Uh oh, who's to blame for that? Come on, hey. stick around after. Stick around for the outtakes. We'll do turkey talk. We're, we're oh. thumb pointers in this house. This was, that was my fault. <laughs> All right, Matt Turner, uh, stock up, stock down. Uh, Who are you asking? Anyone? Mike. Um, 
Mike mainly. Up. Get that man a starting job. Okay. You think his stock is up based on what? I mean, I guess it shows that he can play 90 minutes, which maybe a lot of people in the world don't know. But what has he done that makes his stock up? No mistakes. I, no no mistakes. He's, eh, I mean, he kind of ran halfway into the midfield against England on three heavy Yeah, touches, he shows that he can play goal. the ball with his feet. Yeah. He'll be at Man City. <laughs> Did no, it? Is he'll that be at Man City soon. <laughs> yeah. He's the next Neuer. <laughs> it's not way. Are we allowed to push? Up. You wanted binary. Can we do try? Trinary? No. Uh, you could say same. You could say same. Hold. He hasn't moved, which is which is wild to think that he, he his stock hasn't moved. But are you saying are uh-huh. you saying his stock is the same? He what's the what's the meme? He is who we thought he is. <laughs> uh, Colin Dest down. Mike. Yeah, I'd sit down. I yeah, is, I guess. I feel like it's down. I feel like his defending is not great. He's not a great defender. I just feel like it's been kind of a man tournament for him. And been kind of yeah. a man like last 18 months for him also. Yeah, we would have thought, I mean, 18 months ago or 12 months ago, six months ago, you would have thought, ooh, Destin be one of our big players of the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't done shit. Dest. And Barcelona. and like he, he hasn't played a ton. Like he got moved on from Barcelona. You're like, oh, this is his chance to show all the haters that he's a good player. And yeah, it's just kind of been a whatever tournament. Yeah. I mean, on the other hand, the step down from him to Shaq Moore or DeAndre DeAndre Edlin is big though. So yeah. he's still an important player for us in yeah. that the alternatives are not good. Yeah, but I don't think his stock is up. I, I, yeah. I believe he's due for a breakout game. Oh, I like or that. Just Galley. That's, that's some just gambler Galley. talk right there. I like yeah. it. He's due. Walker Zimmerman. <laughs> Down. Gotta be down. Down. <laughs> gotta, gotta be down. Be. It's gotta be. I mean, I feel they like haven't it... given up a goal, right? But like, he can't pass the ball, which in that case, his stock might be up because Tottenham definitely love a defender that cannot pass <laughs> his, the ball. His so. like longer passing is actually <laughs> decent, but his passing into the midfield is, is suspect. And I feel like he's which... one of those guys who came in and you're like, oh, if he has a good tournament, like he could be in for like a move somewhere and it just hasn't clicked yet mm-hmm. he's staying it's, in the last it's baby. great it's great to have a, a center back who's passing into the midfield is suspect which is exactly how greg wants to play so that's great <laughs> um i'm i'm having trouble with having two center backs of the same build both with ponytails it's the only way i can tell them apart is whether the pass is any good or not yeah then i was i, know. I was mm. at uh i was at conferences um during the first game and so i was like streaming uh the game and i was like trying to watch the game and then a parent would come up and i would have to kind of put my computer down and and have a conversation and so i i didn't see who gave up the penalty but i saw the penalty and then i was like looking at the replay and i had a parent coming and uh I was like, oh, it's a guy with a ponytail. I don't know. It could have been Reem. It could have been Zimmerman. I don't even know. And I had a student ask me who gave up the penalty. And I was like, I don't know. Reem, maybe? I don't know. They had a ponytail. Ponytails. One of them. Stock down for ponytails. (laughs) Stock stock way down for ponytails. Could have been Dan Schrader. Uh Not Uh sure. That's a trouble. That's trouble. (laughs) Uh, Tim Reem. Stock up, stock down. Mike? Got to be stock up. Gotta be stock up. He's looks he's looked solid. He wasn't called in for a while. I feel like, you know, 
he is who we thought he was, but also for some reason we didn't think he was who we thought he was until now. I mean, he had been exposed on this level before, right? Like, I think we played him a lot as a left back. Times in the U.S. Men's National Team. If you go back and ch- and check our podcast, there have definitely times when probably you said, "I never want to see that guy but in the U.S. Men's I, National Team shirt again." That couldn't and, be me. Couldn't be me. Yeah, but I, I think we played him. I think we played him a lot yeah, as a left as an outside left back, and clearly that's not where he thrives. And you know, he's not a fast dude. If you put him out on a wing against a tricky winger, he's going to look bad. He's going to get torched. Yeah. Sometimes people peak at thirty-five. And, you know, when you look at a 33-year-old Tim Ream and he's not that good, you just got to give him time. Let him marinate. Him time. Fine wine. Fine wine. So, uh, Dan, you agree? Stock up? Up. Yeah, yeah. up. <laughs> uh, helping the ponytail game. I mean, ex- except <laughs> for the fact that he's getting older. So, like, also the, de- the steep decline is, like, engaged. So, I don't. It's stuck. Uh, short short like sell. The slope of the decline. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what exactly. that means, but. It's improved. Not stock improved. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> stock improved. I like that. <laughs> Anthony Robinson, stock up, stock down. Colin. Yeah, I'll say up. I mean, he's looked all right. Uh, I don't think his stock is very high, like on a, especially on a, like a not U.S. men's national team fan basis. So there's probably some folks out there who this is their, you know, first exposure to him or haven't seen a lot of him. And, and he's been pretty good. Not hugely up, but up. Dan, you agree? Yeah, I think he's up. It's just the the motor. It's just unbelievable how much running he does. Uh, that alone is, you know, worth something in the transfer market. So uh, up. Stock up for Fulham then. Yeah, the left side general. of them at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, stock up, stock down for Anthony Robinson. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with these guys. It's up slightly, but. He's not doing anything we didn't think he couldn't do. Okay, tough one. Stock up, stock down for Weston McKinney. Dan. Um, oh, that's tough. Uh, uh, probably up, I guess, on the England game. He had a good game. Uh, I don't know where, you know, I think his value, like his, his transfer value is not that high. Uh, we've talked about how like he doesn't quite have the right fit at Juventus. It feels like he doesn't quite have the right fit anywhere. But he had a good game at the World Cup against a good team. People were watching. Uh, So I think it's stock up, probably. You could see somebody taking a flyer on him. Mike? I'm going to say stock down. I think he was was not good in the first game. Uh, He he was a lot better in the second game. I think he was was pretty good. Uh, You know, maybe 6 out of 10 good. But and I'll just talk about the corners now. I was so frustrated with both him and Zimmerman in particular. Like those are our two targets. Neither of them, I think, even jumped for a header on a corner. And unlike the first game where our our crosses were just fucking shit, uh, there were some guy. some decent crosses here. And you know, I don't know if the crosses were not going where they were supposed to go, and like the runs weren't matching the ball, or the ball wasn't matching the runs. But like the you know McKenney, one of his biggest benefits is set pieces and getting on headers, yep. and he was nowhere close. And again, that's kind of where you need your your big players to to step up. And you know he uh, he missed our our best chance of the game, which it wasn't a sitter, but it was a good chance that you know 
on a, on another day, maybe him or a better player scores. So for me, it's an improvement from game uh, one to game two, but still stock down. Yeah. Colin? I agree with Mike, yeah. Uh, Weston McKinney, honestly, over the last couple of years or something, has been a player that I've wanted to love. Mm-hmm. Like, I love his Clint Dempsey-ish nature that I speak about all the time. I love his hair right now. Uh, I love his goal celebration. Uh, I love that he plays for Juventus. Like, that's a cool thing to have an American player there. But honestly, I don't love his game. Like, yeah. I, I just don't think he's as influential as all those things, like, dictate or something like that. And so I think his stock is overvalued. Yeah. I, I think he is a little bit, like, whatever. He, he He's played like this before. It's not like well, what, what's he doing out here uh, in the Wales game? But I, th- I think he's stocked down. Yeah, you guys talked about this in, in the reaction pod to the first game, and it you guys mentioned that, like, uh, coaches don't seem to know or managers don't seem to know what to do with him or the style of play to, to have him play. And uh, my thing is, like, does, does he even know? Is he no, yeah. sure, like, what so. what – he is and and where he kind of slots in and what his role is and i it feels like he doesn't you know so for me uh yeah i would agree he was a lot better this this second game um but i i would say overall stock down for uh for the tournament uh which makes sense because tottenham have been rumored to be targeting him so that's great um (laughs) He feels like a ten million. I, but you want to you want to buy low though, so this is good, right? He's going to be on ten million dollars salary at Seattle Sounders next year. Wow, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, uh, I think we all know the answer to this. This is what inspired the idea. But Tyler Adams, stock up, stock down, Mike. I mean, part of me wants to say push just because he's he always plays awesome and he's continuing mm-hmm. to play awesome. But um, I feel like you guys would say I'm being mean if I said that, so I'll say stock up. <laughs> but the, I mean, the question isn't is he better than we thought he was. The question is is his transfer value up or down, and it's got to be up. Yeah, he's right. doing things that we believed he could do, but he's doing them on the biggest stage against uh, you know one of the best midfields in the world, uh, just doing it really well. I think the English press was really really impressed with him from what I read. So it's got to be stuck up, even though, you know, it's just like, uh, I don't know. What is it? Growth, growth, slow growth, large cap, something like that. Oh, man. Like he's not doing anything unexpected, but he's just he's just growing. He's just up, 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 up. He's just on the world stage now. More people are seeing him play. Yeah, Um, I'd agree. Stock up. Um, He's been. He's been great. Uh, Yunus Musa, stock up, stock down. I thought I'll take this one. I think yeah. this game stock up. Um, the first game, I thought he was he was good in moments and had some really bad giveaways in the in the midfield um, against Wales. But I thought he was just massive in this game. So mm-hmm. uh, you know the market has a short memory. Um, I'm going to say stock up for Yunus Musa. I I feel like. Th- this third game, I assume he's going to start. And I think he's one of those guys who has a little bit of intangibleness to his game uh, and could be really helpful in breaking down Iran. So I, I'm going to say stock up, but um, also 
I feel like the next game is really going to be the one that he he proves it, or we see the maybe he's not quite uh, quite there yet. Yeah, Dan. He turns twenty on Monday. This guy. I mean, even if you just see flashes of it, that I mean, how much more do you expect out of a teenager in general? There are very few yeah. teenagers in the world that are like not only have the phenomenal potential, but also consistency. So I think if he doesn't have the consistency yet, I'm not I'm not honestly that worried about it. Yeah. So stock up. He's showing off at the on the world stage. Stock up. That's fair. Stock up. That's fair. Uh Christian Pulisic, man of the match. Um Texts from around the world are saying that he was uh, world class. Um, I think that I think that text was only coming from uh, the Oregon coast. Okay, that's uh, part of the world. Um, it is decidedly part up, of the world. Stock up, stock down on Christian Pulisic, Dan. Uh, I don't. Again, taking it from a very literal point of view, where it's like. The transfer market stock up, stock down. Yeah, I think he might be up. I mean, he 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 had a game that somebody probably liked. We didn't like it, but you could see some club out there thinking that's the guy we want. That look at what he can do. He's not playing at Chelsea. We should go get him. I I think uh, maybe that doesn't make his stock up though. I I don't know. Like if there's one club that he's going to be a good fit, uh, that's not the the whole market. But Uh, I, I, it's not how we feel, but I, I just feel like it might be up. Actually, it might yeah. be up. I, I mean, I feel like it's, it's maybe a push. Like, I don't think there's anything that he's done here that's gonna get him into the Chelsea side. You know, it's not like he's, you know, whatever. Enter Valencia, who's got three goals in two games, and you're like, oh shit, bring that guy back to a big club. Uh, you know, we know Pulisic has the ability to show moments of brilliance and. Also, we know he can kind of drift out of games, and I think he's yep. he's done all that. So for me, it's it's a push or maybe a slight stock down. I mean, his first half against Wales was incredible. Second half, Mike, you mentioned he kind of drifted out of the game. He is our dead ball taker or corner kick taker at least, and I feel like the corners have been That's not a big great. problem. Right, you should be able to hit a corner kick. Um. So, yeah, I don't know, Christian Pulisic. It feels like, you know, he is who we thought he was, and on the world stage, maybe he could entice uh, a team to go and and splash the cash. But I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of say that his stock stagnant. Uh, currently, Colin Christian Pulisic stock up, stock down. Uh, his stock is not great right now, so I will say I'll say stock slightly up, just uh from the playing playing you know he's playing minutes perspective, uh, he's in the shop window perspective. He's got the nice mm-hmm. little assist. You can uh he's is a player with a lot of skills. So if you're watching highlights or you know just watching him play, I guess, in general, you can always kind of, like, imagine him playing even better. Like, wow, he, he can really do some things. So if we could just get him in the right fit, the right system with, with this guy we have, uh, you can convince yourself 
that he could be he could be a world beater. So I'll say yep. stock up. Okay. Uh, Tim Weah, stock up, stock down. Mike. Oh, for me, stock up for sure. I mean, I think we as American national team fans uh, like have seen him do well, but he's at least from SofaScore, he's been starting as a right back for his club team. And he's also been our most dangerous player. He shows that like when he gets the ball, he can do things with it. So I would say his stock is is up. Dan? Agree. Yeah, I agree with that. I think yeah. he's just, I mean, the same as we've said about a bunch of guys now, right? He's young. He shows that he has the ability. Maybe there's a question about consistency or what his exact position or like ability is, but it's only upside for him. It's the, so stock up. That finish against Wales was sexy. Class. So nice. Sexy. It was so, so nice. Yeah. So uh, stock up for me for Tim Wayne. Yeah. For um, sure. I mean, if you're uh, playing a little bit of right back or whatever, like a, a guy who doesn't have a place in the team in some ways, and you score at a World Cup. You scored at a World Cup. What, the other guy who you're trying to compete for the spot for scored at the World Cup this year? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Uh, stock up, stock down for uh, presidential fathers? Mm. Mm. Uh, I mean, for George himself, I'd say stock up. It's been yeah. a good World Cup for George yeah. Weah. He's had some good sound bites. Yeah. He's been on some U.S. soccer videos. He's showing out like he's, I mean, I have no idea what kind of father he is, but like, or, or president yeah. <laughs> or president. I don't know. He's like, what did he say? I'm, I'm proud and I'm excited or something like, I don't, it's kind of cute. I love it. Yeah. Great. Other presidential fathers. I don't know. How's Bill Clinton doing? I, I'm, I'm <laughs> not sure. Leave, I don't know. Listen, Leave I'm that. just saying that could be, that could be real. The stock could be Christian Pulisic level, right? It could be low. So George Weah doing great things for presidential dads. Yeah, we'll have to look up his True. like approval ratings in Liberia. <laughs> um, Haji Wright got the start that was the only change from the first game. Um, stock up, stock down for Haji Wright. Mike? Gotta be, the fact he's playing has got to be stock up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I look... Was- I just did a quick check. Both him and Sargent, I think, had uh, in their starts, each had 17 touches. So they're not getting a lot of the ball. Uh, There's not a lot to evaluate them on other than they are starting, it feels like. Okay. So Yeah, but like, you can't tell me where Haji Wright plays right now. He plays in Turkey somewhere. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Palmer Ken, we we We, had to look it up. We know. Dan and I had to look it up. Uh, but, actually, we can't tell you. We decided we couldn't pronounce it. Could it's one of the spores. It. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. An, so that's Antala spore, something, something. Right. That's my, that's my point. Is like, again, stock extremely low. How many other dudes at Antiala spore are like getting starts at the World Cup? Stock up. Okay. The Mike. A quick update on uh, Liberian presidential approval rating polling. Yes. It thank looks you. like the the polling is not really great uh during non-election years in liberia so it's hard to say 100 100 percent approval rating <laughs> um okay i'm not gonna go through uh sub appearance by sub appearance wait palmer so, I, palmer i got one for you yeah I coach have greg more, Mike, but coach greg no, stock no, no. Up or stock no, no, down. no 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 do not no do no, not no step on this i have more you need to relax 
Okay. <laughs> so it's so late. So so late. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just okay. kidding. I'm not gonna go through each sub. Um, but your subs have been Shaq Moore, Brendan Aronson, uh Gio Reyna. Um, I can't remember who was used in the first game. Uh Josh Sargent played, Jordan Morris was in, uh Yedlin, Yedlin came in. Any of these guys do anything for their stocks? Uh, stock up, stock down for any of the subs in their appearances? Um, Colin. No. I mean, not enough. No, I mean, there are guys who you could argue would be up. Or I yeah. thought for sure you'd give Aronson up. Yeah, I mean, I thought Aronson played really well, but I think he's been playing really well for Leeds. So maybe if you're not paying attention to Leeds as much as I am, I guess, which is probably more than your average soccer fan, uh, you're surprised by that. But I, I thought he didn't play any differently than he's been playing for Leeds. So, yeah, so maybe from a U.S. men's national team perspective, more people are going to say, oh, maybe he should get more minutes. But uh, totally, he is who we thought he was in that game. Um, so, yeah, if he's moving the needle, it's just barely. I don't think any of those guys enough to – change the way I think of them, you know? I would say, for me, Shaq Moore hurt his stock uh, in his appearance against England. Yeah, It might not be like a complete drop, but I would say uh, stock down on Shaq Moore. Um, Mike, you have anybody else that may have moved their stock at all? No, I, I agree on Moore being stocked down. Otherwise... Yes, everyone else is pretty much the same. Dan, is Gio Reyna's stock up because of the buzz around why he hasn't been playing? Or does this pile on the pressure for Gio Reyna? Like, uh, what are we going to do with Gio Reyna? I don't think anyone is paying attention to Gio Reyna except for like, 200 U.S. soccer yeah. fans <laughs> that are mostly hosting podcasts. <laughs> like, there's just, there's no, it, it, there's his stock is going nowhere, up or down. It doesn't matter. He'll go back to his club, which is where his stock matters. I don't think not playing means that it's totally neutral. Yeah. If he was playing well, it could go up. If he was playing badly, but if, if he's just not around, Nobody's paying attention to that drama except for a few of us. And Winalda. All right, Mike. And, uh, like I said, podcasters. Yeah. Podcasters only. <laughs> All right, Mike. I, since you asked me, I was going to ask this. Stock up, stock down for Greg Berhalter. Um, I will answer this. I'm going <laughs> to say uh, stock slightly up for Greg. Um, do it. I it, it pains me to say it, but... You know, I think he he made some small changes uh, with the lineup. He tried something new. Um, it, I think, perplexed England. They did not look good offensively. They did not look good going forward. When they looked good was on set pieces, and that's been that's been our issue um, mm-hmm. from day one, right? So that could be stock down for Greg because he hasn't figured that out. Um, but generally, it seems like he's setting his guys up for success. Uh, it seems like there's a plan, and the guys know what the plan is. 
Um, so I would say, you know, slight stock up, but that could come crashing down if we can't get a result against oh, yeah, Iran. The, the markets are volatile. Uh, markets are volatile, year. but I'd say right now, stock way up for Greg. I think you're way up. This. Way up. Whoa. Just, way up. Way up. I mean, first of all, the stock was not high, right? We, <laughs> you were able to buy it for pretty, pretty cheap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but also, I mean, the Ream decision has worked. Yeah. Uh, I think wea was is not like when we went through uh who's gonna start out of these guys like how are you gonna get geo and aronson on the field we were like talking about geo starting and aronson being the first sub and way not being in the in that mm, lineup speak for yourself mm. I, I know you <laughs> wanted way in the lineup big up to you and greg thinking the same uh one mind but High but way being in was a you know unexpected or in some way unpopular pick, I guess. Uh but fucking worked. Like he's been great and he scored the only goal we scored. Uh and then also the thing of, you know, I think the fact that we played well against England and like I was saying before, like didn't play super defensively, whatever. I think you've got to give Greg some credit for that. Like, you know, when the system is working or when we're playing well as a team, you can't just assign that and say, okay, all the players played well. Right, you have to say somehow that's being also them being set up to succeed, um, and and yeah, that's Adams. You gotta you gotta it, give Greg some credit. Yeah, Tyler Adams in his post game interview also made comments about like when you see everybody bought in, the results can come. You saw it tonight; it sounded really unified and like everyone was was here for it, um, and not in a way that's like the players are united in their like desire to just be on the field and, and not worry about the coach, but it sounded more like the locker room really is working. Um, so credit to credit to Greg for that. There, there was a quote from, I can't remember who it was, maybe Reem. Uh, but one of the players said like, I've never been in a more united locker room. Uh, so yeah, credit to Greg, but I feel like the, the rep on Greg coming to this was like, He's building up the culture of the team well, whatever that means. He he figures out how to get it done in tournaments, and he's not very astute, like, tactically. And I think, check, 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 right? Uh, and, you know, it's all of these grades are kind of incomplete because if we go out and lose to Iran, yeah, totally. stock down everyone. Yep. If we yep. go out and win uh, and we make it to the knockouts, then, you know, stock, the grades are still... Stagnant. Well, yeah, it just gives gives more opportunity for the stock to go up. Uh, yeah. But I feel like for no one more than Greg, right? Like these other guys, you can say like, okay, if we do well, you know, maybe it was because of them, maybe it was not. But like if the team makes it out of the group, Greg will just, he gets a lot of credit for that, whether or not it's deserved. But right now I would say it's it's a push. Like we're in a good position, like I said at the beginning of the pod, but I wouldn't say like he's out there killing it. I mean, he left Zach Steffen out, which is unclear exactly what the motivation was, but seems to be working just fine, right? Like, it was a big decision one way or another, and we can't see what's going on in the background, but uh, apparently got it right, whatever it was. So, another point for him. Yeah. Uh, oh, I forgot to say Kellen Acosta in our stock up, stock down sub appearances, down. by the way. Um, great yellow card. Uh, probably the best yellow card in U.S. men's national team history. <laughs> um, 
Okay. Uh, a couple other ones. Stock up, stock down. Just real quick. Uh, stock up, stock down for Jesse Marsh. Uh, stock. Bringing in uh. Tyler Adams. Doesn't care about how the U.S. does in the U in the World Cup. Traveling around Peru right now with his family. Seems like he's living his best life. Uh, Jesse Marsh, stock up, stock down. Mike? I didn't know he was in Peru. Stock way up. That's great. I love that he's just like, <laughs> I've got a month off in the middle of the season. I'm going to take advantage yeah. of it. Love yeah. it. Good for you, Jesse. I mean, probably still not going to make it to May at Leeds. So enjoy it while you can. Ooh. Volatile stock that. Uh, Dan, stock up, stock down for World Cups in November. Uh, down. I mean, well, I don't know. No, nobody thought it was, it was a good idea. It was worth three cents before now it's a penny stock. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's just the you know, uh, it all just feels weird. I think the, there have been some shocking results and big teams that have influence in world soccer will probably not appreciate that and will bring that leverage back uh to try to maintain the norm uh, so i expect we won't be seeing winter world cups based on that uh the the crowds seem like they haven't been great although maybe they're getting better or maybe the sound engineers are just figuring out how to capture what crowds are there better for my television i'm not sure pumping in that fake uh, fake noise yeah, I mean, and remember who knows? that from COVID, they got that yeah. stuff yeah. all screwed right. up. <laughs> uh, but I, I just, it's not, it's not great. It's not great. So down. Oh, stock up for me. I thoroughly enjoyed watching watching the World Cup during Thanksgiving and in the the lead up. It is. I mean, it's great. Uh, but it's gonna suck next week because. I mean, we got to go back to work. Mm. And I know <laughs> Some I know you don't. normies, I know you normies uh don't have to or have to deal with this on normal World Cup World Cups anyway. Um but I hate it. I hate that you know, I have to kind of mull over am I going to take Tuesday off to watch the US game or am I just going to stream it in my classroom? And the answer is going to be I'm going to stream it in my classroom. No, but take it I, off. I I wish I had the days. It said mm. Baby's getting sick, uh, sucking up all the days. But sick again on Tuesday. I heard. Stock down, <laughs> stock down, uh, for World Cups in November. Although, I have very much enjoyed. Um, you know what I haven't thought about once is the NFL. It's been great. It's been great. <laughs> the ultimate distraction. True. I went a whole Thanksgiving day without even thinking about the NFL. Yep, it's fantastic. Um, okay, that's all I have for stock up, stock down. Thanks for playing my game. That was great. That was great. Thank you, Ryan Palmer. For a man that says he does not host a podcast, that felt a lot like a host. Pretty hosty. That, <laughs> yeah. was, that, was, that was pretty host esque. Stock up on that game. Send me to the next uh, five year old's birthday party. I will just come in. Stock up, stock down on this cake. <laughs> <laughs> this idea. I love the idea. Also, of like, Dan, like Dan, your kid gets invited to a birthday party and you don't know any of the parents. And so you just send Palmer as the replacement parent. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm Dan Schrader. <laughs> I, I love that.
just having a bit at a birthday party yep. where you don't know anybody. Yep. Stock up, stock, stock down up, stock on this down. guy's yeah. shirt over here. <laughs> <laughs> stock up, stock down on that kid who's just being an absolute maniac right now. Uh, stock uh, up. You mean my kid. Stock <laughs> yeah. up, stock down on my kid being the loudest here. I got a lot of opinions. Stock up, stock down on bouncy houses. Come on. Oh, <laughs> way up. Let's way go. up. Uh, all right. In the World Cup qualifying, we did this running thing where we said percentage confidence in qualifying. Oh, Colin, percentage confidence in qualifying for the knockout stage. 40%. Whoa, that feels low. Ryan, percentage confidence. God, I'm not much higher. I'm going to say 55%. You all are so scared of that draw. We're really like, scared. I, I can't believe I'm the optimist of this group, but I'm going to say I'm going to say 66.66666%. These are nonsensical numbers. Iran beat Wales. We drew with Wales. And we have to beat Iran. Iran lost yeah. 6-2 to England. We drew with England. I mean, I'm just saying, these are very small sample sizes. They're ranked similarly in the world to us. We have to win. Like, you know, there's three possible outcomes. If, you, if you're evenly matched with them, don't you think they're like all kind of a third as likely? You know, them winning, us winning, or the draw. But you said, How are we getting you say? You said 40, 45%? Yeah, 40%. 40%. It gives a little bit of optimism off my, my, we should win a third of the games kind of. Okay. You know? Look, I'm not going to argue with you that your prediction is more logical crazy. than mine. Two thirds, Jesus Christ! I'm just saying I mean, that's I, how I feel. Wow. <laughs> I mean, in my heart of hearts, I, I think I we're going to go. Where you have this this hidden confidence, you're so dour all the time, but really inside you have this. I'm talking this myself. I'm talking myself into something good pain. happening. Okay. You're talking yourself wow. into pain. Whatever you want to call it, it is what it is. <laughs> I if I'm Iran, I hate the idea that we're gonna play for a draw because that just that sets up all wrong for them. I think it's gonna come back and get them. I, I mean, I have no idea how they're setting up. Whatever, I'm not listening to uh, the Iranian Soccer Thread podcast, so oh, man. I don't know what they're saying. Can't get that, here. but what, tried. what a collaboration they, that would be, us and them, one <laughs> podcast. Be beautiful. I I feel pretty good. I'm with Mike on this. Yes. I think it's over fifty percent. Yes. We're playing to score, and you know the general consensus seems to be that they're playing to not score. That does not set up well for them. They're so good on the counter. Oh. Uh, we have for, Tim Ream in, in the center of defense. Oh, we might not. We've got other center defenders. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It's all right. Tyler Adams covers a lot of ground. Yeah, I mean, I feel okay about this. And like I said earlier, if we can't beat Iran to go through, then like I'm totally not going to be upset about I totally it. Totally feel that. Yeah, I'm not like, I, okay, fine. Fair, we'll we don't deserve it. And we'll just I, get what we deserve. I mean, I think Dan said this at the beginning of the pod, maybe. Like, if, if you told us at the beginning of the World Cup or when we qualified that we would have to beat Iran to make it into the knockout stages, we would have said, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm in. Take that. Yeah. We'll, no, I agree. We'll I, the one wrinkle off that is that they don't have to beat us. Right, they don't need mm -hmm. a result. They don't have to they really don't come out and play. Yeah. Right, so yeah. I think that that hurts us. But yeah, let's hope. Right. Well, games, we shall baby. see. Yeah, right. Tuesday, uh, you know, at the same time at the U.S. friendly World Cup slot time. There it is. Anything else? 
That's it. Thanks, Cliff. I'm just, Thanks, I'm just Thanks, so Cliff. happy that Cutter is the first team eliminated. That's all. Thanks, Cliff. All Salty. of the gambling I did is not happy about that, but whatever. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>